Is there someone from your life that you need to forgive? The following super brief episode is one of a series on the topic of forgiveness. In each show, Dr. Alexandra asks just one question of Dr. Robert Enright, PhD, internationally renowned expert on the science and psychology of forgiveness. What are the physical and emotional risks of not forgiving? We have actually studied that clinically, again, with traumatized people, such as incest survivors or those who've had very unfair partnering or those who are masking their deep feelings of torment inside through drink or drugs. And so we have actually been able to make a list of what is fairly typical as effects of injustice. Mm -hmm. And that's what forgiveness goes after. Forgiveness doesn't go after the injustice. We leave that to the moral virtue of justice. Mm -hmm. Instead, forgiveness goes after what happens after the injustice, which are certain kinds of effects that are very dangerous Mm -hmm. for a person. A lot of times people think, well, I'm going to focus on what happened and the injustice, and once I, as best I can, can write that, everything will be fine, and they ignore the effects. And it's the effects of injustice that can actually be with us for 40 years. We can take the effects to our grave. Mm -hmm. And here are some of them. Uh, One is, we've talked about this on a number of these different broadcasts here, is the buildup of anger. And it's the buildup of anger that abides and is deep and doesn't leave that can lead to a compromised immune system. Research shows that deep anger that lasts a long time can compromise the immune system, making you more prone to disease. (laughs) Yes, there have been studies shown that suppressed anger that doesn't come out, but is, you know, you keep a lid on it because good people don't get angry, as they say. That has been linked to different kinds of cancers, actually, uh, in different kinds of studies. Uh, so the anger can affect cells. I didn't know that. Yes, the studies showing that kind of thing. Uh, we also see that when a person has been treated very unfairly, there is a tendency, sadly, to not like the self. So if the other is not liking you and is telling you that, there is a tendency to believe the lie. And there's a breakdown in your own sense of yourself that is reclaimed when you reach out to the humanity of the other. The paradox is you reclaim your own humanity, your own dignity, your own self-respect, your own self-esteem. Another that we find that's probably very, very typical is the issue of being tired of fatigue. And if you think about it, if you need 10 points of energy to make it through the day, and you're using three of those points to deal with your hurting heart. Or to rehearse the injustice. Yeah, to rehearse, to even feel the feeling of the anger. Mm -hmm. That's not fair to you because now you're taking away energy that could be put into your job, into your spouse, into your children, into your friends, and that's being taken away from you. And another thing we find as an effect that people oftentimes are completely unaware of this 
is what we call a changed worldview. A worldview is your philosophy of life or how you think things work and why they work that way and why you're in the world and what you're going to do in the world. And it's kind of like, to use an analogy, uh, you have a rowboat tethered to the dock and the tethering eventually unleashes from the dock and the rowboat drifts way out to sea. And all of a sudden, you're no longer at the dock grounded in who you are and how the world works, but you're kind of adrift at sea with a new philosophy of life that tends toward pessimism. The glass is always half empty rather than half full. The worldview too often comes down to nobody can be trusted. I, yes, I've been hurt by this one person and gravely, but there's a generalization of that. I am not going to enter into another relationship like this because the other person likely is going to hurt me in the same way. Surely that's not necessarily true, but the worldview is convincing you of that because of the pessimism that is occurring when you're way out on the ocean in your rowboat, not being tethered to truth and goodness and beauty of how the world really is and ought to be. And another thing I find in this worldview issue that people should consider is a lot of times when these injustices happen, the people tend to blame God. And they say, God should not have let this happen. There is no God, they'll claim, because they're angry with God. And how can there not be a God when you're angry at God? There's a contradiction right there. But there's a tendency to blame God rather than the person. And then people ask me the question, can I forgive God then? Because now we have this negative effect. And the person said, that was my mooring by the dock. And now I've lost that. Can I forgive God? And I say, absolutely not, because that's bad theology. Because if you have known God to be all perfect, all holy, all loving, how can you say God acted unjustly? And that's what the forgiving God implies, that God is the one who was unjust to me. So I say, well, one of the issues now in a negative effect is try to recapture who God is. Yes, God does allow injustices in the world. Why? Because of free will. One of the consequences of free will is some people will behave in a nasty way. God is not absolutely willing that. God is willing the person to grow in humanity. And so I ask people to accept the situation that God has allowed so we all have free will, but not then to abandon your mooring of how we ought to live, which is to be more loving toward one another. So it can be all the way from cells inside your body becoming diseased mm. and the immune system becoming compromised or less blood flow through the heart with cardiac patients, to fatigue, to pessimism, a lack of trust, therefore a lack of healthful, wholesome human relationships, to anger with God and abandonment of a pathway that can help you love more deeply. Thank you, Dr. Robert Enright. Would you like to be sent an article on how to forgive when someone has been unfaithful? Email Dr. Alexandra at psychologyamerica.com. That's Dr. Alexandra at psychologyamerica.com. 
and in the subject line, write Forgiveness Article. Finally, Dr. Alexandra creates this show with love during her volunteer time. To support the production costs of the show, please consider buying her a $3 coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Dr. Alexandra. You can also show your support and encouragement at no cost by going on iTunes and leaving Psychology America with Dr. Alexandra a great rating.